Welcome to the Amazing Apps Show for Microsoft business applications creators who want to make amazing, agile, Dynamics 365 and Power Platform applications that everyone will love. Welcome to Amazing Applications, episode 114. I'm your host, Neil Benson, and in this episode, I'm joined by Microsoft MVPs Guru Fowler and Tricia Sinclair. Guru and Tricia are presenting at Scottish Summit in Glasgow in June. Their presentation is Personalize Your Customer Experience with Dynamics 365. It's going to be a showcase of the art of the possible with Dynamics 365 marketing, customer insights, and omnichannel for customer service. Their session is at 5 p.m. on Friday, the 10th of June. And in fact, I've just discovered there's a little toggle on the Scottish Summit website that you can use to display the session times in Glasgow time or in your local time zone, wherever you're visiting the website from. So Trisha and Guru are actually presenting at 2 a.m. on Saturday morning for everyone here in Brisbane. Guru Fowler is a solution lead in the Digital Marketing Centre of Excellence at Avanad, and she's based in Oslo in Norway. Tricia Sinclair is a customer service lead, also at Avanad, and she's based in London in the UK. Together, they are one half of the organising committee of the new customer experience user group that you heard about in the last episode, 113 with Vivian Voss. If you love blending, marketing, customer service, customer insights and sales together, then you're going to love Tricia and Guru's session. And I hope this episode as well. And you really need to be part of their user group too. You'll find links to Guru and Trisha's contact information and that user group in the show notes at amazingapps.show slash 114. Let's meet Guru and Trisha. Welcome to the Amazing Applications Podcast. I've got Guru Faller and Trisha Sinclair. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Trisha, I know you from the MVP program, and Guru, you've you've joined recently as well. I think just back in June, you were awarded, so congratulations. Um, Trisha, do you want to give us a quick introduction to yourself, let the audience know who you are, where you are, and what you love to get up to? My name is Trisha, and I am a customer service lead at Avanade, and so I love all the 365 business application modules, like I personally love them all, but of course, my preference is customer service. That's really what I talk about a lot. I do like to blog. I do like to speak at events, and that's mainly around two topics, which you might know me um, for. One, which is Azure DevOps, and the other, of course, which is more customer service. Hi, my name is uh, Guru Fallen. I'm uh... Uh, also at uh, Avanade, and I'm one of the solution leads for marketing automation, uh, focusing on Microsoft products to, to realize that. Uh, I come from a background of dynamics and customer engagement applications. And I've been working with that since like 2012. So it's almost 10 years now, focusing on all the amazing things we can do with uh, the business applications. Right. So I really, really love digging really deep into functionality, understanding how it works and how we can make it amazing for customers. That's cool. Well, the reason I wanted to bring you both onto the show was really to discuss your topic coming up at Scottish Summit soon. It's called Personalize Your Customer Experience with Dynamics 365. And I was intrigued because you're bringing together the best of marketing and customer service and skip, skipping the sales application, but using those two applications and the experiences they can deliver to really personalize 
the engagement that we're delivering for our customers. And I've got this little belief that customer service is actually part of the marketing department because how we serve our existing customers will absolutely determine the upselling, cross-selling capability that we have, and also the word of mouth referrals and, and reviews that we get. And so by pleasing our current customers, that's the best way to attract new customers. Do you think that's a, is that a fair summary? And is that a direction that you cover in your presentation? I think that's spot on. Well, that's really a <laughs> debate Trisha and me have been having. What comes first, customer experience or customer service? Or is there a difference? It really goes hand in hand. Even if we had included sales in the mix, it would still go hand in hand. A lot of customers have, most of them have a customer service the one way or the other. And it is a channel where you really need to take care and pay attention to your customers and give them the best service. And it's a perfect marketing channel. You can upsell, right. cross-sell. Uh, it just depends on how you're receiving the information about what that customer's needs are. Trisha, do you want to tell me about your, your presentation? How did you come up with this topic together? And yeah. See, what I find is a lot of the times we, when we're talking about dynamics, we talk about a module. And a lot of the times now, customers don't need a module. They need us to resolve a problem for them, right? So one of the problems typically customers will come with is, oh, we're losing customers. Why are we losing customers? Or it could be, oh, well, this campaign wasn't as effective as we wanted it to be. Well, why is that? They're not looking at the full journey, the full you know, experience of that customer. And that's where putting the modules together and actually just looking at what the ideal outcome is and then putting the applicable modules. So for one of our customers, we had put together a presentation on omni-channel, pulling in customer insights, data, and we did that presentation at South Globe Summit. And that was amazing. That was epic. And then I was speaking to Guru because Guru was there and she could see value in it by adding marketing. Of course, we should add marketing, right? So the idea is that we're going to take that and we're going to basically be even more amazing by now adding the functionality that Guru specializes in, which is marketing. And that's not like my strong suit. So Guru is going to add where she's powerful at. And we're going to be able to tell an even better story by having marked. What type of people should come along to your presentation? Is it, is it going to be a technical demonstration with lots of behind the scenes how to build the applications? Or is it um, higher level stuff for business people to come along to? So we're doing more of a demo. So it's kind of like art of the possible. So definitely business. It's, it's also things that I don't think a lot of people have seen because how many people have actually seen customer service and marketing working together? Not many. Because um, it's not something that you normally do. It's normally sales and service or sales and marketing. Marketing and customer service is never put together. And then the other thing as well is, yes, customer insights is there, but it's also a bit new. And it's also normally lumped with marketing. So how do you actually take customer insights and apply it to marketing? Well, in our demo, what we're doing is we're showcasing how we can actually apply um, customer insights to deflect contact, um, deflect callers um, using PVA to pull information in, deflect um, the, the conversation away from the agent, have omni-channel native functionality come into D365. Not only that, but we're also showing some new stuff 
that's coming out. For example, the voice channel, because we will be using the voice channel. So there'll be little like nuggets of goodness just dotted along the way in this journey, right? So people who are technical will get value because they're seeing this this in front of them and it is live. And then people who want to understand the business process and what this could do for them will definitely show up. And the the actual cherry on top, you know, the cherry on top is being able to utilize customer insights to have the machine, you know, the, the customer churn and product recommendations pop up inside of um, Smart Assist in, in, in Omnichannel to help an agent then generate a new order based on the product recommendation, right? And then that will then go back because marketing, of course, will be, yeah, so all of that. Definitely just come and see the session. Yeah, wow, yeah, you've got everything in there. It's amazing. <laughs> and if it's not technical enough, we'll, we'll be there. So everyone can come over and talk and see what's under the hood <laughs> later. We're always up for a good debate as well. Uh, <laughs> Patricia, is customer service insights still a separate thing or has that gone away? Because I know that some of the analyses that were available are now built into customer service and I haven't heard it mentioned for a little while. I'm wondering if so it's dropped customer off. Customer service insights still exists, but it no longer exists as a separate licensing um, module, if that makes sense. It's now available if you have customer service enterprise at additional KPIs and metrics are available if you have voice, depending on the channel, that will depend on the metrics that you can see, but it is available just now part of the standard product and only embedded within CE. Yeah, great. Because I I showcased some of its capabilities to a customer who ran a a contact center with about 1,500 customer service representatives, and we wanted to do real-time voice analysis and transcription to listen out for keywords because there was some new regulations coming into Australia about selling insurance. We, you're not allowed to cross-sell insurance. So we could spot agents who were still falling into their old training, their old behavior, and deflect them away from cross-selling car insurance to a home insurance customer. That's, analyzing not, available. Voice That's not only available in sales insights, not customer service insights. Ah, okay. So you need some right. sales in there. Don't forget sales. <laughs> But that you need core intelligence, which is a part of sales insights. Yeah. yeah. Which is also a really, really fun topic, but that's not uh, that's not gonna be part of our demo. <laughs> let's let's not build any more into it. We have enough to, to cope with at the, the moment. Uh, yeah, you've got a couple of weeks. Um, I'm sure you can yeah. add it in. What's it like developing a presentation together and figuring out who's going to show what and what the timing is gonna be like? Are you rehearsing that rigorously at the moment? Well, we, we have to start soon to, to get it uh, smooth enough to to work in a session. That's, uh, it's only 50, 50 minutes. I think we could have spent four hours if we wanted to just to show details. But we need it to be uh, snappy and it's going to be out of the possible. So we can't go through all of the details. And then, of course, people will need to ask questions if there's something they would like to see that we've not covered but Trisha and I, we work together quite regularly. Uh, but it's we are too busy uh, women, so we need to also find time for 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 this uh, and dedicate some time to actually start rehearsing. And we have our own areas, more or less. So it's a kind of a good fifty-fifty split on how the the functionality and what we can talk about. I think it's just uh, who wants to do most in 
customer insights, which is then the the middle middle child. I almost want to say. <laughs> <laughs> and have, have either of you been to Scottish Summit before? I was there two years ago. It was the last overseas trip I was able to make. I remember coming back and straight into lockdown here in Australia. Um, I'm really disappointed that I can't be there in person this year, but I'll definitely be there in spirit. Last year was all virtual. This year we're we're back in person in Glasgow. It's uh, it's going to be an amazing session. What else are you looking forward to? I know, Tricia, you've got another uh, event that you're helping to organize yes! that involves some dressing up. Tell us about the pub quiz at Scottish Summit. So the pub quiz is going to be absolutely epic. Yes, we amazing. will be dressing up again this this time. The sequence will make appearance. There might be also some tartans. We have our team captains. They're ready to go. And they're basically trying to fill their teams. Because, of course, if you want to join the team, you've got to buy the ticket as soon as possible. Guru is one of the team captains. And her Ooh. team is yes. filling up fast. So, you know, hopefully. Get your spot. Be- Get your spot. <laughs> Get your spot. All right. So we shall include registration links for the Scottish Summit pub quiz in the show notes. Make sure you get your ticket for that. And, and we're and supporting it's for another... a good cause. That's right. It's for Rock Trust, yes, which is all about homeless, uh, homeless youth people in Scotland. So we're trying to eradicate homelessness and educate homelessness. So it is all going towards that charity. Fantastic. Well, that's a cause close to my heart, so I will be supporting that from here. I might I might buy a ticket and see if I can join the pub quiz virtually. That would be awesome. That would be epic, yeah. Or you and can still I, donate. Yeah, right. you can still donate even if you can't make the quiz. Just feel free to go and buy a ticket. Just say that you will not be ed- attending the quiz. That money will still go towards Rock Trust. I remember Andrew Bibby trying to run the pub quiz last time with a very sore throat in a very loud room with a very poor microphone. Hopefully we sort out the audio visual this time and that'll be a great experience. It's always a lot of fun. We have an organizing team and we have Mikhail Keek. So he now has more help. That's good. good. Uh, Trisha, what else is going on with you? I heard a little bit about Power Platform School. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, the Power Platform School is going to be starting again in February, February the 4th, actually. It's just growing each year. Um, so last year, we really started in March, but this year we start in February because of the amount of additional workshops that we want to provide to our mentees. If you don't know what the Power Platform School is, it is a charity that aims to get more diversity in tech. Right now, focused on um, Black people, you know, because right now in the UK, there will be 4% of Black people that make up um, that people that are in tech. So the aim is to change that through mentorship, through training, and through partnership with uh, Microsoft partners. Microsoft have also really been very good to us. They've provided exam vouchers for all the mentees so that they can take the Power Platform Fundamentals exam. Um, and if they've already taken that exam, because I won't lie, some of the mentees are a bit, you know, uh, go-getters so they've already taken right. it half the way through they then get to take another exam and so far we've also had some great success with our mentees but we are always looking for uh, mentors especially in the U.S. where we do have a shortage of mentors and also looking for partners who are willing to take a chance on uh, you know some new starters uh, who might not have the most experience in the power platform or any business experience in the power platform. 
just get in touch. So, so you're taking, is it school kids, graduates, uh, people retraining right across all stages of their career? or 18 and above, it doesn't really matter what, you know, where you are in life. We have uh, graduates. So in the last run, we had graduates. We had um, people in, who wanted to change careers. For example, some social workers. We had two social workers who wanted to change careers. Uh, we had people that had come in. Uh, you know, they they'd been in the UK for a while, but when they when they came to the UK, they found it difficult to find jobs. So they went into like another role. Now they're finding the opportunity to maybe they could do something that they wanted to do, which is tech. And we've also people who are stay-at-home moms who want to come back into the tech world. I was chatting with a lady on a Facebook group. It was a personal finance group about changing careers. And she had posted about getting Salesforce training. And I said, oh, that's, you know, it's not as popular in Australia. You're far better to go with Microsoft training. She put herself through some Power Platform fundamentals or, or was it Dynamics 365 fundamentals? And she's just taken her first job in the industry with Avanade of all companies, would you believe? <laughs> so yeah, it's amazing to see people come into our industry. We, we are, you know, 100,000 developers short in Australia. Yeah, anything we can do anywhere in the world to uh, boost the number of people coming into our industry is fantastic. So well done on that initiative. I'd love to support it as well. So anybody who, who's coming into the Power Platform School who wants to learn how to build applications in an agile approach using the Scrum framework. I'd love to give them a complimentary enrollment in my Scrum for Microsoft Business Apps course. So Trisha, you can open that up to anybody who's in the school or has come through the school in the past too. Amazing. Thank you very much. We we'll definitely share that around. So look out for the the applications that will be coming through. And Guru, you're you're up to some some new stuff as well. Do you want to share that with us? Yeah, absolutely. So tomorrow will be our first uh, meetup of our new user group for customer experience. It kind of started with Microsoft finally putting kind of the official label on the customer experience platform, which is, it's not really something new and it's not rebranding, but it's really a way of speaking about the customer experience products. And we wanted a, a user group where we can focus on marketing, customer insights, and how that extends into customer service, sales, the even uh, commerce, um, even over into Azure uh, analytics with Synapse and more and more capabilities that are tagged towards customer experience because we don't, we can't just have a marketing solution. We need data. We can't just have right. customer service. We need the customer data, etc. So it's really uh, a user group to help us all talk, uh, exchange knowledge, learn more uh, from each other. So we're aiming for a, a global group and tomorrow we'll learn a little bit more about what the the new members of the, the group would like. So it's initiative by myself, Vivian Voss, uh, Michelle Justesen, and Daliana uh, Rudelova. We're, we don't know what everyone else wants. We know what we would like from our <laughs> user group. So tomorrow we're opening up the first session and we're hoping people are enthusiastic and want to join, share presentations, talk, ask questions, um, come with feedback. There are many people from Microsoft and the relevant product teams that are interested in speaking and sharing oh, insights. So it's it hopefully it will be a, a good 
place where we can have an open roundtable with not just MEPs, not just customers, not just partners, but everyone in a big happy mix to get really the best feedback and the best insights of how to use this best to drive customer experience. Well, it's an amazing committee you've got chairing that new user group. So it, it sounds All women. perfect. Yeah, I'd love to join if the meetings are at a convenient time zone. Often I struggle here in Australia to, to join some of those, but um, I'm really excited. I've been working with Microsoft on that new user group platform for a while. So it's great to see other virtual global user groups launching on there. So yeah, I, you, I presume you're running your new user group on the, the Microsoft um, community platform. Yes, so we have a user group on the Dynamics communities, and we also have a Teams tenant on the community tenant. And yeah. so people can join which side they're most comfortable at or both of them uh, and be happy and sharing on on both. So we'll host uh, the sessions uh, through team sessions from the community tenant and share the events, of course, then on the user group site. and really market this everywhere to drive people into it but it can't be a user group only to fit my time zone so we need to have like a traveling (laughs) band to go around different uh, time zones which is something that we've been doing in kind of communities of practice meetings in in Havana is having them at different time zones or to to suit different time zones to get more people engaged it can't always fit someone in europe it can't always fit someone in north america sometimes it needs to fit someone in australia great stuff well i would love to include some links to that in the show notes as well so people can check that out and join and i'll do my best to promote it throughout our community as well i think it's an awesome initiative well done thank you ladies thank you so much for joining us here on the amazing applications podcast really appreciate your time thank Thank you you for having us thank you Bye. bye bye